Welcome to another episode of Let's Discuss It Podcast with Jay. I'm sitting here with my guy, my longtime friend, Vicious. How you doing, my brother? I'm good, bro. How you doing? Hey, man, trying to stay, you know, trying to stay chill, trying to stay distant with this quarantine shit. How's it handling? How, how is it bad over there at Nashville? You know, Nashville's a lot bigger than Jackson, so how are y'all handling it over there? Uh, so far, everything been cool. Man. I know it don't seem like that through the media, but actually being here, um, it's not that bad. It's not as bad. I don't, I don't, I'm around a few people, not at once, but I'm around a few people moving around and everything, and I don't personally know nobody that has it, and so on and so on and so on, but prayers to those who have been dealing with it, you know, uh, you know, some may make it through, you know what I'm saying, but it's been cool on my end, man. And so has the quarantine made you focus on music more? I know you were always focused on music, but like, has it really made you buckle down since actually this is kind of like a, a mandatory thing to stay inside? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I be, I'm cooking up. You back producing now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full time. Full time. So talk to me. All right, let's let's get started. Let's just jump right into the um how would this all started. So do you remember what grade I was in? Or I say we cuz we were in the same grade because we grew up together, but Right. Um what grade were we in when I first approached when, when did Back to the Block come out? Mm. Back to the Block came out when I was a junior in high school. I put that out. Okay. I don't think you really, because I know you weren't living here at the time, but I don't think you really understand how much that that tape circulated in Alamo, like any you know <laughs> Alamo, Mary City, Friendship, like the whole Crockett County was always bumping it. Like, do you do you really understand the impact that 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 tape made? Yeah, most definitely, most definitely, because when I touch back down, you know, because I come back home frequently back then, when I touch back down, man, that's kind of like all I heard, and I had older people you feel me like because we was young at the time but i had like 25 26 year olds coming at me you know what i'm saying that i knew that was in the streets but i wasn't in the streets at the time but they walking up to me man little bro you got something you know what i'm saying you got something man you need man this joint here bumping they telling me their favorite tracks and all that man i'm like man all this all this from because back then i wasn't even moving heavy back then i was putting out like i come home and probably sell like 25 cds you know what i'm saying yeah and then it'll just yeah. circulate from there you know what i'm saying well 25 cds back in the day what were you selling for like five ten bucks ten okay so ten. 25 back then just alone with the, with your inner circle you know that that's a big deal i mean even if it you know it may not seem like a lot but you know, when you're independent and you're making all the money that you're putting out, however much you spend on blank CDs, you, you quadrupled it, you know, by selling the actual tape. When you had your peers coming to you and telling you what great music you were doing and how they respected your lyricism, because, like, you, in my opinion, like, the Back to the Block album was so underrated. Like, it, it was, I tell you, at least it was, like, six years before ahead of its time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah, like the songs alone, like I, I mean, we talk free when we talk frequently about music. I mean, every now and then, me and you have a long, long conversation about yeah. music, and I would always tell you, like, like that old vicious is a whole different level. Like, yeah. It, it just, I, I think it was your, but you know, I think it was your mind frame though. You yeah, know what it was. Like, it really I think was. it was where you were at. You know, maybe a situation you were going through. Um, you know, a lot of that inspired you were doing a lot of uh, a lot of music with Cam, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. My cousin Cam. Yeah, we started together. Yeah, two of a so kind. So how far? 
how, how far has CTC taken since the beginning, though? Oh man, uh, before man, it was just it was just something fun to run with. You know what I'm saying? Like we'd always envision me and my brother. You know what I'm saying? We always envision and Cam, cause Cam was in this too. Like to us, it didn't get no bigger than hypnotized minds. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of how we structured our, sh our shit. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of how we, and bro, we didn't like, like I said, it was just a name back then, man. Like we never knew, we never knew it even come this far, bro, from just fucking with our friends out the hood and just doing songs together. You know what I'm saying? We did SYC and all that, bro. And, and like, it was just a game then, you know what I'm saying? But I always took myself serious, you know what I'm saying? But it was like, Everybody else was kind of like, they took it like a game. So I never just looked at nobody else to take it seriously but me. You know what I'm saying? So it might look like I was, yeah, man, how you doing, man? Come on, let's rap, let's rap, let's rap. But I was just trying to show away. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers didn't even know it was even possible to, to have a studio in your room or to even, you know what I'm saying? Like, I sit down and make a beat in front of, in front of Big B and all them. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's... You know what I'm saying? Like, and it wowed them. They were like, oh my fucking goodness. This nigga just sit here, produce the whole beat, and we just put a song out. That easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and bro, we well, was like 16, I, I 17 think, at the time. I think it was so unfamiliar to them to see something. Because like, even now, when I when I think back at the times where I used to, because I remember that, I, I remember calling you, and this is when I wanted to steer, start doing music, because I saw, it almost like you may rap, making rap music too easy for people like me and everybody else in, from your hometown. To, <laughs> you, you know, you doing it was like, oh, man, like, I thought you went to a studio until you said, nah, man, I got right. a setup right here. And right. I remember saying, well, what program do you use? And I remember it was Acid Pro 4. Acid Pro back then, and, yeah. <laughs> and you had to, like, have the actual serial number, the right serial number in a, in a certain computer to actually use it. Yep. But um, I remember asking you, like, hey, I remember it's it's kind of stupid now, but it was it was kind of funny, and I and I remember you were you were actually being really nice about it because I knew in your head you're like, man, this man's stupid. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I asked you, I said, hey man, I, I uh, I'm about to do a I'm about to do a freestyle on this Fireman beat by Lil Wayne. How do you add the bass to the beat? <laughs> and you said, <laughs> and you straight look, you straight messaged me back. You said, man, it comes with the bass already. <laughs> And I look back at it now, and it was just like, it was just, because I was so, I was so oh, green to the shit. whole situation of recording that I didn't see it as a stupid question, but I look back at it now, and it, it, I can understand how you were, you actually were, you actually answered it pretty nicely, a lot better than what I would have answered if someone asked me that. I but, mean, you um, know, man, you, you my dog, man, I wouldn't go, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even back then, because back then, so, back so then, I didn't favorite. give a What's up? Hey, tell me, tell me what happened to SYC. How did that really dissolve? Because not a lot of people know that y'all put out what a three or four song tape or a five song tape. Yeah, it's still on SoundClick right now. Yeah. You so what? It. Whatever happened to that? Was it because they saw the rap game as maybe just something fun to do whenever you come down, and you took it a lot more serious because you were actually trying to, I guess, pursue some success, whether it comes to producing the music, right? Uh, it was mostly because, like, I believe if I would have, back then, I believe if I would have stayed home, you know what I'm saying, at that time, because I know what time you're talking about, 
maybe maybe everybody would have took it a little bit more serious, but it's like at that time, like I was the only one that really had the 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 it, you know what I'm saying? Like I knew what it took, you know what I'm saying? Everybody kinda like followed my lead, you know what I'm saying? And it's partially it's partially my fault because you know what I'm saying? When you do stuff like that, you got to find new leaders. You know what I'm saying? Put people in, in position, even though I wasn't in position back then. Because we was, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, this is when we was like 16, 17. But, uh, nah, I don't, like, I mean, yeah, a little bit of that, that they didn't take it serious. But some of them did. You know what I'm saying? But it's just that they didn't know. You know what I'm saying? They didn't know that, okay, I could go over here and record with them. You know what I'm saying? And it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, a lot of them just rather work around me and with me you know what i'm saying they just like that vibe i always kick off you know what i'm saying to this day you know what i'm saying like i could bring certain people from from the darkness you know what i'm saying and and, and get them to get back up on the mic just because they respect my craft so much you know what i'm saying they like they know this ain't gonna be no bullshit so i'm down vicious like i'm down bro just i just gotta bring you know what i'm saying to i just gotta put everything on the table you know what i'm saying but you know by that i mean like we go to the studio when I go to the studio, you know what I'm saying? Or some shit like that, you know what I'm saying? And shit, as shit got more serious with me, I really didn't have the time to play with it no more, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just, just time consuming. I don't think a lot of people know when you self-produce and you mix your own stuff that a lot of time you're you're focusing on making the sound right. Like you look back at songs back in 2006, 7, 8, 9, and it's mm-hmm. nothing like the way it sounds now, the way you record now. The quality is just completely different. You learn so much from then and now. Yep. And I feel like back in the day when SYC was, you know, when SYC was the group, because, I mean, it, anytime you touched down in town, everybody knew you were there. And if Vicious told right. you to get on the mic, you got on the mic, whether he wrote it for you or he helped you, you know, figure out a style on how to do this you know when duke i never i never i never i never wrote for nobody though i never wrote for anybody not down not 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 in syc i never wrote for anybody i might have told somebody man man look that's dope but say this part like this like it might i might i might put in like a small input you know what i'm saying but my everybody everybody was dope when it came to the rapping i was just dope when it came to writing the hooks too you know what i'm saying like i was dope at writing the hooks too that was like what set me apart from everybody. Well, I think what what um I think what it is is when when I say writing, I mean like what they call an input like that, like a small little hey, this sounds dope, but hey, how about you say this word instead? People would right. consider that writing. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't. Right. I don't think you wrote anybody's lyrics because I remember distinctly going to Big B's house while y'all recorded, and you would just everybody would have their own pad, you mm-hmm. know, and just have their own lyrics written out. I personally don't see it, but you had such a direction of your craft that when you wanted something to sound a certain way, you wanted that certain sound. Whether and they respected right. you enough not to take it personal about right. about the bars. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't they didn't take it like, oh damn, like this sucks or you know whatever. They saying like, okay, V is only telling me this because he knows this will sound like he hears it in his head and he knows that it'll be dope. So I right. think I I think you had so much respect at the time when it came to SYC that no matter what you put your hands on when it came to that group, whether you had two or three people on there or the whole click on there, like it was always good. You know, y'all always put out good songs and like whether it was yeah, a mixtape track or something you actually produced, the actual music was really good. Do you, um, did you play a part in any of the HPC uh, music? Uh, 
I can't say that I, I can't say that I did, man. Like, I looked at them as as inspiration, bro. Like, they're really, they really, LNG was really the tipping factor for me to be like, man, fuck this shit. I'm finna jump in the game. I'm for, they finna hear me. They finna hear me because I hear these niggas and I know these niggas. You know what I'm saying? Especially, especially Jig at the time. Jig was a big, he was a big figure in these streets, man. You know what I'm saying? Like he, Jig and, was such, I, he was such a big deal at the time, dude. Yeah, he was such I, a big deal at the time. I love the turnaround he done made. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm striving for that. You know what I'm saying? But, but at the time though, when I heard that shit, the first tape, the Crime Commission. When yep. I heard that yep. shit, man, that, that was because I was already doing beats, but I wasn't really just putting shit out like that. You know what I'm saying? That, but that right there inspired Back to the Block. You know what I'm saying? And then the HBC tape came, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like all that shit was like in the same time frame, you know what I'm saying? All that shit was. Do you think that, did you, so you never ever, I know you said you saw him as motivation, but in some way, in, in a way that I know you, because I've known you since we were in kindergarten, right? you do have a competitive <laughs> nature about yourself. And with HBC doing set and LNG doing such great music at the time, because if you got to think of who was in it, rest in peace, BG Taylor, he was in it. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, uh, Jamar. You know, uh, Diego Mac. Yep. Uh, was it? Uh, I don't know if Mac Tweet was in there, but yeah, I do was. know D Mac was. I think he did something with it, right? But yep. with them putting out such great music at the time, and you being on the same level with them as far as people listening to you, just like they listening to them, did you not find it a little competitive at the time? You being Fuck your yeah, younger I did. self? Fuck yeah, I did. I went hard. I went hard for my respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, I went hard for my respect, bro. Like, it got to the point when I dropped, when I dropped back to the block, bro, everybody wanted to do songs with me. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wanted to do songs with me. And I did, like, and I didn't do nothing. I just, I just, like, I put my own shit on there and then I recooked up a couple classics. You know what I'm saying? A couple hood classics. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because Memphis inspires us. You know what I'm saying? Like from back home, Memphis music really inspires us. So I did a couple classics. I did a Player Fly classic, and I did uh, a old three six classic. You feel me? But bro, it was my my. Like I said, I went hard for my respect, man. And I and and I always took lyricism first. You know what I'm saying? I always put that first. You know what I'm saying? Like even if I'm writing some plain Jane shit, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm because sometimes I don't write, but. If I'm just putting down some plain Jane shit, it's still lyrical. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it, it's just hard to explain. You feel me? <laughs> but shit, you know me, man. Shit is just well. That's the thing, though. Like when I when I see when when I used to go back in the day, it was always when I got in my car. Do I listen to Halliburton Click or do I listen to Back to the Block and Rap Hustle? You know what I'm saying? So Rap Hustle was right behind Back to the Block, correct? Mm-hmm. And yep. that's when A-Dub got introduced to Crockett County because A-Dub produced a lot of your big hits on that actual record. Right, shout out to A-Dub. That's my, that's my brother to this date, man. A-Dub. And it's, and it's crazy because that sound that he brought with Rap Hustle was the stamp of what everybody was trying to rap like. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like everybody was trying to rap like that when you, when you did that. And it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily rap like, it wasn't necessarily, it wasn't necessarily rap like that, but they, everybody noticed that the production was on point. The raps was already on point, but the production was on point. And they was like, who the fuck is behind this nigga, man, with this production, man? You know me. I yelled it out every record. A-dub up on the track. You feel me? Like, I, I was that man first tag without, without me being a tag because I did it on my vocals. You feel me? But 
man, like we made some classic shit, man. It w- dude, it was so crazy because when I would sit here and I would play a song and I hear the beat, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't know if it was a dub production. All of a sudden, he's like, hey, you know, he says a dub up on the track, and I'm just like, oh no, because I knew as soon as like the drop came in, it was gonna be hard. And yeah. I mean, you know, when when you bring in that sound that you're creating with a dub, you unknowingly created this with a dub, right? Because a dub was not from. Crockett County. He's from Lake County. So A-Dub only knew how to produce from where his area was. So he's given a Crockett County native um, records and and beats and production of something that he's cooked up separately away from what the Memphis style and everything that we're used to down here. And then when you brought that to the Rap Hustle record, I mean, that just completely changed. Everybody was catching up to you, in my opinion. So I feel like I have enough. I, I think I felt I think I've been in the whole situation enough and involved with the music enough in our, in our town and in Crockett to say that when you were, when you did back to the block and then you dropped rap hustle, people were still trying to catch up to back to the block. So when rap hustle came, you were already three steps ahead because mm-hmm. nobody at that point, nobody CD mattered at that time because you know, as much as everybody loved tweet and much as everybody loved <laughs> LNG at the time, that song, that, that, that record stamped. I mean, that was just like, I can remember the years that, it, the longevity of that rap puzzle just it just it just you know it grew and grew and grew it was dope, and that's all you heard you know and people in at um people at the center were playing it on speakers you know it's just it so, was just the difference in the quality of music you know what i'm saying like i can remember bro motherfuckers hearing my shit bro and like man this shit sound like it's all like it's mainstream like this sound like some shit that this rapper done did you know what i'm saying not not comparing me to any rapper but like Back then, they said they got the, the sound of quote-unquote that you already own type shit. Like, this sound like an album I about to stole. You know what I'm saying? Like, the everything, you know what I'm saying? The quality of the songs was there. You feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? It was just it was just a different period. You know what I'm saying? Because I'd hit the town. A lot of people would put their shit out and write their name on the CD and then sell it. Me, back then, bro, I had my shit printed. You know what I'm you saying? You're one of the first people, and I remember you had the blue... I know. I remember two different album covers. You with the green background, with yeah, the blurred yeah. out, uh, you know, with the blurred out strap. There was yeah. another one, and there was another one where you had a blue, uh, a blue striped shirt. That was the yeah. one I remember because that's the one you had printed, I believe. Yeah. Um, See, I had to. Did I'm gonna tell you the story about that? Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna tell you the story why it's two covers. Because the first cover I put out, it was like I, I put it out on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Because the internet wasn't even like big, big then, but it was, it was getting there. I put it out on the internet on SoundClip, and then I tried to put it out in school, and then, because I was still in high school, bro, I put the shit out in school, bro, and my teacher was like, <laughs> my home teacher was so cool, he was like, hey, man, you can't have this floating around, everybody know that you that you rapping, bro, but you can't have this picture floating around with you holding this gun, <laughs> even if it's blurred, they know what it is, they gonna, they gonna check you for this, so I was already doing the graphic designs and everything, because I did my own covers from the jump, look, I went into class, Hurried up and did a new cover real quick. Took the picture and everything. Hurried up and did the cover real quick, minded. And I started making that circulate in school. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that. Like I took that picture right there and did the cover right there that morning. Printed some out, cut them out. You know what I'm saying? And it's and crazy then, because like you were the only one that had the plastic covers with the actual paper album uh, printout in the, inside yeah. the sleeve, and then you had the the picture on the cd at the time at the at the time that was unheard of no one really had right. that it right. would always right. be so and so something the album it would never be actual printouts 
You right. know, so it, you were one of the first people that actually did do that, which made people really take seriously how much you invested into your own music at the time. But a lot of people don't know that you did your own out, like you said, did your own album covers, mixtape covers. You've done hundreds. It looks like to me you've done hundreds for other people and yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. Pr- Some people know who to call mine. Too. Do what now? I said certain people know who to call mine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I get it done so quick. When it, so producing and then you were mixing and mastering your own music at the time. So so to to step aside from what people already know about you as far as the music, you as a person and, and, and you know, with me, I did music from two thousand seven to two thousand twelve. Right. You know, and I did it briefly, but it was always never for music for me was never ever to to get signed or right or to you know, I just wanted to I do remember it you told me that like I remember you told me that. And I, I felt like I only wanted to do it because it was it was it was something cool to do. Because look, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't go party, I don't do anything. I just I'm a homebody. So right. why not be at home doing something like like that? Because what you did, like you said, people sat around you at the studio sessions, watched you make a beat from scratch, mm-hmm. watched you export it, put it up on the program, made music to it, and then exported it that song that day. Like people to them, you know, at that time that was just fascinating. So yeah, when I saw I didn't the have process no problem. of what you did. It was complicated to to people who like didn't know anything like me, but like you, it came to you. You made it look too easy, man. And you and I want to say you started a wave of a bunch of people who shouldn't have rapped because it looked too easy. <laughs> there was a lot of rappers in Crockett County that shouldn't have rapped. Okay, I mean, I'm just gonna be real because to me, I mean, I know who they are, and there was just you know when you did it, when I did it, Jabo did it, LNG did it. Like we started a wave of people who who thought it was a fun thing to do but kept going even though they knew i mean and who knows they probably thought like me hey i'm just doing it for fun i'm not doing it for real like this is for real for real but it does dilute the point to people like you who do take it very seriously yeah i've been doing it i've been doing it for a minute now i've been doing it for a good minute now but it ain't man it's never been about um with me bro it ain't never been about like getting there bro like i've 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 Believe me or not, bro, I've had, like, people approach us, bro, but people approach me, you know what I'm saying, and trying to sign me, bro, but the contracts was never right, bro, and I've all, I've been, I've been, I've gotten educated by some real smart men, you know what I'm saying, which is FJ and B. Mercer, you know what I'm saying, I've knocked down entertainment, them and my, my, and I owe them a lot, you feel me, like, just as men, as me being a man, I owe them so much, but, it's like, man, there deals that came to us, bro. And I could speak on some if you want me to speak on some. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, you know, I, I like to I, hear it. I, I, I don't, don't got think no people problem. give you enough credit for the fact that you you are actually in the position to turn down things that you feel isn't right. So, I mean, man, yeah. feel, feel free to elaborate a story. Yeah, okay, check this out. Boom. This is when I put out, a lot of shit happened when I put out Hood Revival 1, bro. You know what I'm saying? Street Preach. Right. Street Preach. Was my first uh project with Knockdown Entertainment, Street Preach Down by Law, and then I put out Hood Revival, totally produced by me. I had a strong click on there that was dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, boom, we put that out. So this is right around the time where uh Young LA came around. You know what I'm saying? With Ain't I, bro? 
Like, mm. like we was, we was, we was talking with uh Grant Hustle. You know what I'm saying at the time because they wanted to get me. You know what I'm saying, but they went with LA. Yeah. You feel me? They signed LA. You feel me? Which great move. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't tripping on that because every back then everybody wanted to take your publishing. Everybody wanted to write for you, take half your writers' credits, and all that other bullshit. Another story. Boom. Same same scenario, but. The game had hollered at us. This is when the game was popping, you feel me? The game had hollered at us. He had his Black Wall Street label right when it came out, when he was beefing with 50 Hard, yeah. you feel me? Bro, they wanted to sign me, bro, but they this nigga wanted to change my name to Neckbone, and he wanted to motherfucking take all my writer's <laughs> credits, you feel me? Nigga, fuck nah, nigga, neck get bone. the fuck out of here. Yeah, he wanted to name it Neckbone, man. <laughs> get the fuck out of here, nigga. Hell no. Nah. And I just worked with Sue. Man, they would clown to you, dude. They yeah, clown man, you back feel in the me? town. Yeah, you feel me, man? But it, it's just that. I've like these men, these men weren't gonna sell me out for no easy money because they could have easily been did that. You feel me? Because these, my these men found me when I was finna get a game up. I finna, you know what I'm saying? Say, fuck making music. You feel me? But shit, I ran into a phone call. You feel me? FJ called me. You feel me? Boom. Man, you need to come to West Tennessee, man. I got a show for you. Jump down there. You feel me? Do the little show. You feel me? You might, I think you was there, if I'm not mistaken. Cause I remember when I performed in the parking lot. Yeah, I do remember that. You remember that? It was me and uh, it was me and Lil J. And Lil J. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Boom. I didn't get. I didn't really get to perform that night, so I performed in the parking lot. You feel me? That was my first mm-hmm. time meeting FJ and B Mercer. I didn't even know the one between the other. You feel me? I didn't even know which one was which. You know what I'm saying? But um, so they was like, man, look here, man. We apologize, man. This, that, this, that, this, that. I let them know, like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm here for the summer, you feel me? So, so boom, they hit me with the Slim Thug, the, you know, the Slim Thug show. So, uh, Lil J, Lil J opened up that show, you feel me? White yeah. J. So, I fucked around, got there, man. Me being young and dumb, fool, I ain't had no fucking music. I thought oh. I had, I thought I had my music, I ain't had my music. This motherfucker packed my Slim Thug up in here. You feel me? But Jay, being so being cool, you feel me? Solid. Man, come on, Sage, man. Just hype man for me, man. These folks need to see you. These folks need to see you. Because some of these folks came to see you. So I didn't even know the song, fool, but I hype man the shit out of him. You feel me? Hype man the hell out of him. But you know, here's another thing. I want to talk to you about this because this is something that's always pressed me a little bit. Have you had a run in with producers? What you mean? You're not saying a name. Like, have you had a, have you had differences with producers? Because you, you're not, yeah, like a different, like, have you ever had an issue with the producer or a producer ever, you know, did you dirty on maybe giving you the same beat as somebody else and it was maybe exclusive for you? Have you ever had a bad experience with the producer that maybe you can kind of enlighten people and how you may have handled the situation? Yeah, but at the, at the, at the same time though, bro, I didn't know the business. You know what I'm saying? I didn't understand back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I took I took some shit to heart. You know what I'm saying? Back then, but I didn't understand the business. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 a production thing because they don't know who gonna make the hit off the beat. You know what I'm saying? They don't know who gonna who gonna. You know what I'm saying? Like I understand now being a producer. You know what I'm saying? But back then it was just I had I was like <laughs> check this out. I ain't gonna say who. I ain't gonna say who, but. But this was back then. So I'm like, I'm like, man, nigga, nigga, I'm the hottest motherfucking shit out. 
how the fuck you gonna give another another motherfucker the same beat as me? You know what I'm saying? The same beat as me, bro. I but, think I know who you're talking about. I'm not gonna say who it is, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But 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 like I said, man, it's, it's it ain't an issue now because it's an understanding now. You know what I'm saying. But right. man, back then, man, that shit right there had me hot when I found out, man. Because you know, most people, most people, would, if they had the beat, they would put it out, but it wouldn't reach it to a point to where I'd hear it. And then it yeah. got to a point where I started hearing the beats. You know what I'm saying, man. But like, man, I didn't understand then. You feel me? Shit. If I would have well, known. Tell me this. What do you What do you think about the Crockett County music that's out now? It's cool. Means that you started the wave too. It's cool. It's cool. I wish it was more. I wish it was more. You feel me? But the ones that's the ones that's moving, they moving. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a few of them that that kind of like. I wish I take more serious because they got it. All they got to do is just just. I ain't do this, bro. Do that. Himself. Man, that's it. That's it. That's it. It's man. It, it's different from from putting out videos, putting out videos, and having that it factor. You feel me? If you guys, man, right. it's some that got that it factor that just don't want to take it serious. You know what I'm saying? Just don't want to take it serious. It's crazy because, like, I was sit here, and I think I've done enough songs, and I've done enough producing, and not as much producing as you because you you're actually I'm still on really it. good at making beats. Thank you, bro. But to me, when I listen to Crockett County music now, it's just, there's maybe three, three people I would listen to. Like, that I would actually go out of my way. You know, back in the day, we were homeboys, and we were best friends for a long time, but I would still buy your CD because it's, you there's would. a respect for your work that could, you know what I'm you saying? I didn't, I didn't ask for it to get for free. You know, you I would, would always too. buy it. You would, too. You, 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 soon when I touch down, you'd make sure. Man, come on! I want to buy one. I want to buy one. I remember you bought the DVD one time. I did, I did. I remember. It's it's just because, man. It was just like I was just so proud of you at the time, dude. Because, like, you were doing something that a lot of people our age wasn't doing, and like you were striving because, like, the music showed and the production and and the quality. You said everything, like everything was just top notch, and like no, and like I was just proud to be your friend, and it was in that circle <laughs> yeah. with you. So yeah. I was just always just like proud of you, you know, because you did something, Appreciate you were doing it. something great. And it's like, I see what you did, uh, you know, as far as you and Jabo and Diego and Mac Twee, uh, D-Mac, uh, BG Taylor, rest in peace, rest and in all peace. these other people. I'm sorry if I missed who, you know, anybody, whoever, but right. what y'all did to push the, the Crockett County local music forward, like I go back and I listen to people now. And like maybe maybe it's just not for me because I'm 32 years old and maybe my taste in music is a lot different, you yeah. know. But there's only three people that I would actually listen to. I'm not gonna name them because I I'm not trying to ruffle feathers. But me personally, name like, there's on. Uh, do I know? Name them. All right. Because I want to know. AK, not not to start alone. Oh no, you good? I mean, I name them. I just you know it's just how I feel. This is this is my personal opinion. Okay. Starlone, aka Proto, my protege, obviously, because right. he is, he is great. Like I, yeah, Proto, I, I, dope. I, I seen it from the early on. Right. Kate, Kate Coleman, very dope. The get back gang. I want I, I, and and this is a tie between these two, and I only say that because they cousins. Keon and Kyle Nance. 
Yeah, yeah, Kilo, Kilo and Pete, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. But yeah. Kilo loves the music, man. But Kilo is so busy that he he yeah, doesn't man. put out a life. Yeah, life, life, man. Yeah. So and like life. Keon has a thirst for for the music. He's yeah. just he's working his. It's like Keon doesn't want to come into this game what everybody else is doing. He wants to do. And I've had private conversations with Keon. I had too. He yeah, wants. Recent. He wants to do. He wants to start a new wave with his own thing, so it will separate him from other people. Which I look, I get it. So like, K I told him it ain't hard on. though. I he told is. Him it he's ain't good. Hard. I mean, he's actually really good, and I don't know why he waited this late to do music. But you know, I seen Cade grow into what he was doing to where he is now. Like he, he's a great rapper. I, yeah, I love that, what he hey, I think his, that he's nigga, got the voice too. Look, check this out. Check this out. Let me say this first. Let me say this first. Him and Dane, them two little niggas, man, spit mine. Them, they, I love, I love that movement that they got going, bro, because that's what I was trying to do back in, back in the day, day, you feel me? That's what I was trying to do. And this is, this is the hustle mind. This is when the hustle mind oh. came along, you feel me? I was, this is what I was trying to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, Come on, man! Like, like, like everybody can eat off this shit. We could get a little piece of, we could look get a little piece of cake and dibby dab that up. You know what I'm saying? But we could all <laughs> get a little piece out this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, man, I'm telling you, man, that I love that shit. They got such versatile styles, man. Like, they might drop some, some, <clears throat> some singing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then next thing you know, hit you with a hardball where they just flowing out the, flowing out the motherfucking frame, bro. You know what I'm saying? I love. I tell you shit, what, man. there were, there was one video that K did about addiction. Did you see that music video? You talking about like his first video? Yeah, I think it was one of his first videos. He said, "Yeah, the, the first table with the lights down." Yeah, Dude, with the light classic, blue polo. Classic. Yeah, with the light blue I polo. I cannot believe, I, bro. I cannot believe. Yeah. How strategic that was. Yeah, man. You know that was just at a young age to make a move like that. That yeah. that that see to me when I think of that I think of young V dot. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I think of Vicious the Mobster when I think of that. Because that that's man. that if you had the resources that if we have nowadays, like I don't know where your where your where your music would have catapulted at this point. Because if you were getting right. paid off streams instead of CDs, imagine how many people listened to your CDs back then. Man, and you don't look, even know it. But look, man, bro, I was getting paid from that piff back then. That's why I was dropping so much on that piff. Not to not to change the subject, but that's why I was dropping so much on that piff at that time. I mean, at that time, bro, because I had like a little mini deal with that piff. You feel me? Like FJ, FJ put that together. You feel me? Like I didn't have to back then. They wasn't counting streams and nothing like that. It was a set fee. You drop this project, you get this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm that saying? That explains all the projects you made. Crown yeah. Royal, yeah. all that. Yeah. Down by law. I mean, you had a bunch of them, dude. All that shit, and I really man. think a lot of those albums got overlooked, man, because I felt like you had so much good music in you that the right thing to do was to split them up in different tapes. Yeah, but you it know? was just it was just getting caught in different eras. I didn't understand that back then. It was just, bro, it was music was switching so much back then. You know what I'm saying? Like not not the sound, but how it was being distributed. You feel me? Like it was a man. It was a lot of it was a lot of shit going on, man. Like. Cause we were hitting town, man. We were hitting town to town, city to city with CDs. You know what I'm saying? Back then, me, FJ, B, Mercer, goddamn it, uh, mm-hmm. uh, D. Mosier, uh, Big Rod, shit, Big Spoon. You feel me? Like, like we we were moving, man. Like, 
I'm talking about, bro. I've been. I'm gonna tell you this. This is one story. Let me tell you this story right quick, cause it's kind of funny. All right. You know how everybody got the tight jeans now and shit, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. You know how we used you ain't to wear them, are you? They look good. They ain't tight. You feel me? But <laughs> <laughs> they fit. They, Just tell they, they dope. Fit. Yeah. They they fresh. You feel me? But but, bro, I had a show in West Virginia, bro. I can't remember the actual place. I had a show in West Virginia, bro. And I'm off the block, you feel me, at the time. I'm off the block. So I'm I'm thug fresh, you know what I'm saying? Big shorts, you feel me? Thug fresh. Man, I go up there, bro. They got the tight jeans on, the loud colors, light pink, uh, uh, neon yellow, green, you feel me? Like, I'm looking at these motherfuckers like, what the fuck going on? And, bro, I'm in, I'm in the goddamn subway trying to get something to eat. So I'm looking at people. Like, these is, this is normal around here, you feel me? So I'm looking right. at FJ like, man, what the fuck is these people got on, man? These folks. And then my James tighten the motherfucker. And then he got the nerve to sag, you feel me? So, and bro, that was like, bro, that was like fucking, that had to be like 07, you feel me? 07, 08. Shit. The wave didn't even hit then. The wave didn't, hit, didn't even hit then. You know what I'm saying? So, man, because bro, traveling and shit, you see people dress in different spots back then. Back then, people dressed different ways in different places. So shit, I ain't know it was gonna be a nationwide. Two thousand seven and eight is when what the new boys came out with the skinny jeans and Soldier Boy mm -hmm. was still wearing the big shirts and stuff. I mean, yep. it was just a big wave of a whole bunch of different stuff going on all at once. And I mean, if you were listening to music, whether it was rap or hip hop, I mean, rap, hip hop, R and B, whatever, like you didn't know which style to pick because you look. And like you said, they'd have skinny jeans tight at the ankles, but sag. I don't. Yeah, I yeah. never understood that. Yeah, I never yeah, ever man. understood that. I just, I just knew that I didn't do that. So, um, you know, when it comes down to your music and what you're doing now, I know you got a new album coming out. Yeah. Right, so yeah. let's 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 Ready touch to base be. on this new album because I'm actually excited because I I did get to listen. You did let me listen to uh, about four or five tracks last night, and I'm telling you, this is this is something different. Won't you explain to me why this is different? Man, <laughs> first, 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 like, what do you mean by different? Give me your definition of different. Okay, so your about. production is pretty much, I look at you as somebody who makes Pimp C type country rap tune beats, okay? Because you you grew up in the South. Southern music is all we knew, uh, influenced by a lot of 3-6 Mafia, influenced by a lot of Tommy White the Third, uh, influenced yeah. by a lot of, you know, down south Master P rappers, all these people. Yeah. So when I think of you remaking classics to modern, up-to-date, up-tempo rap beats, like like your production is, is pretty flawless on making classic records. Thanks. You're still, you, you migrated what you've learned from recreating old classics to basically almost recreating yourself in this album just by the five songs I've listened to, like you're coming in a whole different, like your, your versatility on this, like a couple of those songs, like you're coming in like in a way I've never heard you come in. And I've listened to all your music, you know, since the jump, obviously, but like the way you're coming in and how you're, how you're talking, you know, you're talking, you talk like to me, it almost feel like you're getting a lot of stuff off your chest. Now I could be wrong, but maybe that's how I'm interpreting it. But it feels like a lot of things are being left unsaid, and you're just basically airing it out. Because there's one song you aired out a lot of stuff. <laughs> you didn't think I was going to catch that. 
<laughs> you crazy, man. But you right, though. You damn sure right. You right, man. You right. And that's, that's, you but see, that? that's, that's kind of like, bro, that's, that's, that's kind of like how I always got down, though. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, I've always been competitive with this, man. You know what I'm saying? So I don't got no problems sending jabs. You feel me? I ain't got no problem sending no jabs in no direction. Because I ain't scared of no man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how I always got down. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, that's part of the sport. You feel me? But what song are you talking about in particular, though? Um. Well, you know, these didn't have... um. These didn't have uh, names to the track, or else oh, I did. Damn, you did. Um, you right. I just, you right. know, because we did it through Facebook. But, yeah, you right. I mean, you told you were, bro. You were telling stories. First verse, telling a story. It was almost like you could <laughs> see what you were saying. <laughs> you know, you were envisioning the story in your head. And then the second is like, I mean, I, I personally want to know who you're talking about. And you know that shit's true, I'm though. Thinking, hey, listen, man. You were telling a story, so <laughs> I want to know who you were talking about. But I feel like a lot of that music is a collection of, as a collection of mm. issues that's been going around for a while, and you're just kind of putting them all uh, in the basket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not just name dropping people. You're name dropping situations yeah. and what they did in these situations yeah yeah i'm not gonna name who's who you feel me they know who's who is when they hear this you feel me that's what it is and i saved it purposely for this album you feel me not dissing nobody but i already know somebody's gonna take it on the chin and and step out there you feel me and you know my street cred speaks man my bro you know just as well as i do my street cred speaks for itself bro like, I don't got no problems with you. Like, and I ain't even, I don't even dibble. Man, the streets is a thing of the past, man. I'm about this money, you feel me? That's all I'm about, you feel me? But, man, niggas know, man. I ain't, I ain't worried about that. This rapping. It's rapping. This to see who the dopest, you feel me? If you want to say something back, say it. If you say my name, it's different, you feel me? That's I've seen it. you, I've seen you kill a whole group one time. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Tony, 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 my lap. You literally and, look, and played it for every him. person. And bro, you was in the studio when I played it for, for every person. I played it for him. I know. You remember that? Yeah. We was in the studio together and we played it for him. Bro, I'm not man. scared of no man, bro. That's just how I always been, bro. Like. And I do, I do remember me and little Duke riding the block playing it. <laughs> In the block. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, man. <laughs> nah, you was off the street shit back then, man. No, man. I was just, I was just riding for my guys, man. That's all it was. I yeah, was I understand. I understand, man, man. V, dude, great. Such a great conversation, man. I appreciate you being honest because, honestly, you have not deterred from any questions I asked you, and I appreciate that. And I feel like, you know, with the honesty that you give me, for my podcast, which is all I want. It's just a good, honest conversation about real things. I appreciate you being honest with me about the music thing. I appreciate every question. And like I said, you didn't deter from it. You answered everything I asked. And for that, I really, you know, I'm, you know, always respected you for that. Yeah, I can't man. wait for this album to drop. I can't wait to review it. I actually got, did a review for another, uh, another person's album here in Jackson. It's a five song album. Uh, and I did a live review on it. I would love to do a live review of your album. If you can submit it to me before you release it. That way oh, we can, can go ahead do. and promote it. But can do. Hey, check this out though. Check this out though. Check this out though. Bro, this is an exclusive right here. Okay, everybody know I got my album ready to live coming, man. But check this out though. 
I'm also dropping Country Trap Tunes too. The same month. I ain't gave the money up yet, but it's coming real, real low. It's coming soon, real, real soon. I'm dropping Country Trap Tunes too as the mixtape. Starring, look, co-starring Jabbo the Magnificent. Don't, no, see, now you're playing because how are you going to outdo Country Rap Tunes 1? How it's already outdone. Oh, dude, no, <laughs> listen. Bro, I, I was at work. I can tell you exactly where I was at. I was working at my job at, uh, right off North Highland, and I remember when you dropped Country Rap Tunes, and I listened to that album all day. And yeah. I told you, and I think I remember calling you or something. I was like, yeah, you I don't know how you remade this classic, but you just killed every one of these songs. Yeah, man. So I hope the expectation is it succeeded because if you're telling me you got Jabba on it, that just tells me that you you are conspiring something that I don't think I'm, I'm ready for yet because I really am excited. For someone who's listened to your music from day one to now, I mean, your music has just only gotten better. And so oh, yeah. I just want to keep brother. going and going and we'll see how long you take it. Yeah, man. excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. It's just about it's just about getting 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 what you can about this shit, man. This shit ain't about being famous, man. If the fame come with it, cool, man. But it's always been about getting the pretty penny out this motherfucker, and that's why I ain't never just you know what I'm saying slacked up and doing this shit. I might I might take a year off where I don't drop nothing, bro. But I'm always gonna drop something, bro, because I'm always be able to get a little pretty penny out this shit, man. And as well as anybody else mm. that's connected to me, you know what I'm saying. That's just how it is. You feel me? Well, tell me this, B dot. What where can we listen to your music at so we can go ahead and get start the promotion? Ah, right now, man, I'm still uh right now, bro, I'm still my mixtapes right now, but that's what we setting up mm-hmm. for this album, bro, because the album will be dropped on Spotify, iTunes, as well as everybody else. I mean, as well as every other uh DSP that you love, you know what I'm saying? But <clears throat> you know how I do, man. I'm a big sample of my music, man, hell. It's hard to clear them, man. Hell yeah, man. But now I've learned I've <laughs> learned how to not worry about doing samples. But see, that's why country trap tunes is so big because of the samples. So you know, you know, as we grow, we'll see how we'll it get goes, more. Man. But the album, but the album, ready to live, ready to live, will be on Spotify and iTunes and all that shit, though. You know what I'm saying? Bet. That's a guarantee. Bet. I swear, man, just drop me the link. I, I promise. I won't, I'm going to do a live reaction video to those songs, every song one by one, because I think a lot of people want initial responses because I can listen to one of your songs, listen to the verse, and pause it and be like, all right, I know exactly what this man's talking about. He's talking about this, this, and this, and this, because it's almost like an interpretation of the song for people who are not familiar with the style of music that you do. So I can't wait for your albums to come out. Country Rap Tunes, I can't wait for that to come out. I appreciate you telling me about that. That's a big exclusive. I can't wait for that part two to come out. Look, I'm going to say this, and I'm out. I'm going to say this, and I'm out, man. We could close it out for real. This what I told them. Right. I said, I said, look, <laughs> I said, I heard they robbed you in your hometown. Now you on the mic line, not by slang and Yeah. <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he know who I'm talking about, but it's cool, though. We're going to keep that cool, though. Ready to live, man. Dropping soon. Y'all know what time it is, man. Dude, let's discuss a podcast with Vicious, a.k.a. Dot. Thank you, man, for coming on the shows. Thank you for talking to me about this music. Thank you for talking about, talking to me with everything I wanted to talk about, whether it was past, present, or future. Uh, let's discuss a podcast. I appreciate y'all listening.